degenerates are taking it one step further as they put down their bottles and credit cards long enough to place cash money bets on men scoring imaginary points. Boots is fresh off his Keep the Bun 2020 campaign and is able to teach Icon how to DFS. Today we're joined by the newly crowned Discord DFS King, Chandler Bing. I guess these mods give out titles for anything these days. Enjoy. Hello everybody, I'm Boots. And I'm Iken. And this week our guest is new Discord celebrity Chandler. Hi guys, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Welcome. Yeah, I, I think you're blessing us. This is You're going to be our biggest guest since Chris. Oh, that's an honor. That is an honor. Oh yeah. And uh, you're having a better week than Chris, I'm sure. I mean, being Chris has to be fun, so I can't imagine I'm having a better week than Chris. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he gets to deal with all of us man-children all week. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think being Chris is all that fun very often. <laughs> yeah, not based on when I've talked to him. <laughs> I mean, he has to deal with us, so I wouldn't want to deal with me. Uh, out of curiosity, how, how many DMs do you think Chris gets a year of people oh, just wanting to quit? That's got to be a lot, dude. Of wanting to quit. Just like, fuck this, I hate it, this is awful. He gets like 10 alone a week from Iken, so... <laughs> i actually have a rule that i don't message chris more than once a week i message chris probably i message chris probably once an hour <laughs> I, I, I really don't message chris very often so i guess i'm his favorite i don't know there's some occasions yeah. where it happens i only bother chris you can ask him um, uh, let, let's go ahead and, uh, jump into the, uh, to the good old Discord week in review. Uh, Iken, you want to start us off? Yeah, well, speaking of, um, events in the Discord, we had a, we had a, a little bet here. <laughs> so, the spread of DK Locks Company Incorporated, the virus, <laughs> rather, Continues to spread as Jerry Jones' burner account, Element Soul, has tested positive and will be placed in a one-month quarantine and given a DK profile pick as a warning for others not to engage. This marks the second case of community infection so far this season and serves as a poignant reminder to practice safe bets and always use an injury clause. Ugh. Oh, as an employee at DK Locks & Co., I would not... Would not uh, encourage betting DK ever. <laughs> um, it's a zero of ten. It can only go badly. It was a well, uh, Blake Jarwin career uh, season long uh, reception bet, correct? Yeah, I I believe it was, and I believe that he was just uh, grossly taking advantage of homerism. <laughs> uh, who did that? Brando did that to HLVE a week ago. I remember that was our that was our last review. Well, I got one here. Um, obviously, the big news in the Discord is our man Chandler. He's done it. He's done what we've all tried and all failed to do. He won a GPP, which is great. And all, he's obviously a pretty I'm, sharp I'm guy. I'm happy about it. But, um, but are we, like, really picking up, you know, like, Jermichael Hasty because of this? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Why like, not? He... <laughs> how, many, how many shares of uh, Richard Rogers do you have tonight? I have zero mm. shares of Richard Rogers. Oh. But I have one <laughs> DFS lineup with Hakeem Butler in it. 
See, I Actually, can't make multiple. fun of you. Actually, multiple. I was going to say, I have multiple. Actually, multiple. <laughs> well, let, let's get into that. Let, let's let's talk about how that happened, right? Like, this is obviously the big topic, right? Okay. Um, let's, let, let's start with this here. So, I got okay. really lucky this weekend. It, oh. <laughs> I don't know if anyone heard, but I got a free entry into a, uh, you know, DFS uh, GPP. And uh, I put in a nice little lineup. I think the morning of Sunday, I woke up at like nine, groggy, drinking the night before. <laughs> and I was like looking at the DFS uh, channel on uh, the Discord. And I saw a picture of like Tannehill and a lineup that Boots made. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a Tannehill lineup. Boots inspired me to make a Tannehill lineup. <laughs> I put Tannehill, uh, Derrick Henry, Gibson. Uh, and then I had Fuller, Julio, Justin Jefferson. The flex was Gaskin, and the defense was Dolphins D, and it just so happened to get me just enough points. I, lo- I won by a grand total of 1.24 points, and I uh, won 10K, so that was pretty fun. Uh, there, there's an office clip out there of Michael Scott saying how he inspired the guy who was, who was the big successful guy. And that's me right now. <laughs> I mean, you know, I could be successful or I could inspire the successful guy. <laughs> which, is, which is just as good. I mean, you don't get to reap you any know, of the rewards, but... It's not better. <laughs> you're an inspiration. That's I mean, always You fun. know, I'm glad I could be an inspiration for you. Um, I'm surprised you don't. Let, let's talk a little bit about tonight. This is going to probably come out after tonight, so I'm sorry that you guys can't get in on the secret picks for uh, the the Giants uh, Eagles game. You are an Eagles fan, right? I, I am. Yes, I am a. Oh man, I'm so sorry. Big Eagles fan, but <laughs> let's not talk about that. I don't know if I should admit that on a podcast right now. Yeah, yeah you know, this this ought to be interesting because I you know just like a brief look at the picks. And then mm-hmm. we can, and then when it comes out, we can be like, "Oh, yeah, we were totally on, or we were totally off," and we'll have almost instant gratification because the game's in two hours. That yes, is, it is. That it is. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just curious here. Um, you know who, who is your? Because you know, come on, I know you. You're Chandler. Who's the guy whose name I'd never heard of that's going to score tonight? <sighs> I mean, you've definitely heard of his name. Even though it feels like he disappeared <laughs> off the face of the earth, but Deshaun Jackson's about to blow up tonight. Oh yeah, yeah. I like that. I think yeah, it's gonna yeah. happen. I... Captain spot, in my opinion. I agree. I think he's got the uh, upside. I mean, even uh, I'm not. I'm doing a few like regular lineups for Thursday through mm-hmm. Monday, which I don't normally do, but I did a few of them because uh, mm-hmm. I had an extra six dollars after I cashed out on my DraftKings. <laughs> So I put those into th- some Thursday night lineups. But, um, yeah, no, I would say DJX, I think, has a good game tonight. A- a minimum good game. But mm-hmm. then uh, if we're talking about, like, a guy who, like, nobody's heard of or like, people have heard of him because, like, you know, he had a great season when we won the Super Bowl. But I think Corey Clement outscores Boston Scott tonight. Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought Corey Clement wasn't being talked about enough when I was looking at these. I do have uh-huh. some uh, some ownership projections here. I'll tell you this right now. Uh, looks like Deshaun Jackson is coming in at about 35% ownership. Uh, highest owned uh, is going to obviously be like Carson Wentz. Uh, but uh, one guy that I was sort of like keeping an eye out on tonight, and he's like not like a secret by any means, but I do think that um, 
potentially like John Hightower or Greg Ward could be kind of people to keep an eye out. Obviously I said Hakeem Butler before um, is another guy that maybe, I don't know if they're going to be active to be clear. Maybe they're going to be inactive. We'll find out in probably the next 30 minutes or so. I'm not going to have any JJ Ortega Whiteside. I mean, come on, that's over. I mean, unless Uh, Miles Sanders gets in the game and fumbles, even though he's hurt at the four yard (laughs) line, then you shouldn't have JJ Ortega Whiteside in your lineup. What about the what about the Giants? Who do you got? Um, I love Slayton. Yeah, Slayton's a good but one. I mean, who doesn't? I mean, I'm I'm yeah. high on Slayton, even though I think you mm-hmm. could see a lot of Slay tonight. Uh, yeah. I don't know exactly how good Slay has been. I've seen him do well against certain receivers, but then like mm-hmm. lapses against lesser receivers. So mm-hmm. I like Slayton. Um, if he plays, Sterling Shepard, very high on him. And it seems, I don't know, he had to be uh, considered active by 4 p.m. in order to be eligible to play tonight. I don't know if he was or wasn't. I didn't really focus on that. Um, he, he doesn't have to be active. He had to be off of IR. Oh, off of IR. That's right. He was yes. activated earlier today. Okay. Yes, so he's off of IR, but he might still be inactive right, for right, the right. game, though. Gotcha. Oh, Because gotcha. That, that doesn't come out until an hour and a half before. Right, so okay. we, we won't know yet, but he could still be inactive. I'll say Darius Slay, a QB rating against him this year is 74.7, so on the mm-hmm. lower half there. Uh, only a 53.7% completion rate and is allowed 275 yards. That's a lot, but once again, he's allowing one of the lowest completion rates on that team. Now, I know Evan Ingram might be a big... Uh, you know, guy people go after just because, you know, it's we have given up a lot of points fantasy-wise to the tight end. Mm-hmm. But I believe you should not touch Evan Ingram still because I think he's just bad. <laughs> That's personally. I think uh-huh. Golden Tate could have a sneaky game just because Nikel Roby Coleman, not a good slot corner. Like, he's... Yep. And that's all he plays. But he has not played well at all this year. Tyler Boyd torched us. T. Higgins, I believe, scored both of his touchdowns out of the slot against us. Uh, It's just not a good matchup. So, I mean, like... I'll I'll say my concern for... Because you had mentioned Deshaun Jackson and we had mentioned uh, Slay. James Bradbury is my concern. Uh, Mm -hmm. He is is allowed similar numbers, basically, to Deshaun Jackson. Uh, Sorry, to Slay. Uh, He's allowed about a 53% completion rate and about 200 yards. He's also allowed two touchdowns, but has gotten two interceptions too. So my concern is who's James Bradbury covering tonight. Um, Give me one more person on the Giants that's going to have a good night. I like like Golden Tate, but let's move on to the main slate. One more person on the Giants. I just, I don't know. Like, that's tough. Like, I don't really like any of the Giants. Like... Maybe I don't think Devontae Freeman gets in the end zone. I I don't Hear okay. me out. Okay. Hear me out. What about what about one of the kickers? Oh, I like uh, that. Gra- Graham Gano. Good one. Yeah, yep. Graham Gano. For for a captain showdown, yeah, Graham Gano. That's a good one. I as a in in large field GPPs, uh Dion Lewis too. I was thinking that um, too. Maybe he could get some catches out of the backfield. Uh, but I, I wouldn't touch it either of the running backs personally. That's just me, though. 
Really, in a large field, I'll take the risk just in the off chance he finds the end zone. You're right. going to have a pretty distinct advantage. I want to say his ownership numbers are projected to be pretty low. Uh, yeah. The, the big benefit to him is, like, for the price that you're paying for him, and, like, if he gets, like, five targets, you're going to be pretty happy. Right. His and, ownership is sitting at about 3%. And that's that's the same thing with, like, a guy like Hakeem Butler, who's in the captain showdown, is 200 bucks. So yep. if he gets, like... Yeah, like you said, five targets, three targets, even, like, that's just paying off, like, you know. Now, Iken, you're a bit of a DFS noob as we we go over to the main slate here. This is going to be your first week? Yeah, I actually uh, dusted off the good old <laughs> DraftKings DFS account just to kind of take a Sold little bit. Sold off your I, Bitcoin, right? Uh, well, a little bit of it, a little bit of it. I took, I took advantage of the spike. Certainly I didn't mm-hmm. sell it all off. There's still a fair amount in there, but you know, that's a discussion for another day. Um, <laughs> well, the thing that actually, um, uh, kicked it off was I got a notification from DraftKings, uh, what was it a day or two ago that they're finally bringing a sports book to Tennessee. They passed this law back in May of 2019 and and have been dicking around trying to figure (laughs) out the logistics on how they're going to actually make it fair and all that good stuff. (laughs) And they're finally doing it. They said said that they expect to have it by about November 1st. So that means I get to be a complete degenerate like both of you guys now. I'm so happy. I mean, listen, DraftKings Sportsbook is how I got the free entry to the TFS uh, GPP that I ended up winning. So (laughs) I'm all for DraftKings Sportsbook. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, I wanted to, I mean, I've been helping Boots, not helping, I've been participating in some of the discussions because, you know, obviously they translate over to redraft and dynasty and everything like that. You know, some sneaky plays to grab off the waiver wire. Like, for example, like in our auction league, it's pretty deep. So sometimes you have to like grab those, flyer guys that are just like i don't i have no idea right like just he's got to go in my lineup because i i dealt with a julio and a, and, a, and a michael thomas injury at the same time and you know that dfs knowledge gives you like hey look at these fringe guys that are like basically you know free let me see what i can do with that and actually make it work and it did work and like mm-hmm. i have won what the last three weeks in a row because i picked up like t higgins and chase claypool and those like back when they were complete unknowns back in like week two like no one was grabbing them and redraft and now they're big right. so you know again i think this stuff has value and so that's one of the reasons why i want to get into dfs and that's why i'm here to be taught <laughs> awesome uh yeah so uh i guess we can kind of jump right into it uh you know what 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 immediately catches your eye this week chandler since you're the expert <laughs> I mean, to me, the biggest thing is, I think, you know, after last week, DeAndre Swift's going to be really chalky. I think that whole Atlanta-Detroit game is going to be super chalky, but you obviously want to get a couple lineups with them in there. But for me, I'm looking for a game, uh, and I think we might have discussed this in the DFS channel for a little bit. I'm looking for a game that could be a sneaky shootout, and I like like the Houston-Green Bay game. Um, I've done a few stacks with... um, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, and Brandon Cooks. And then I had Deshaun Watson in there, if I could get him. You know. Can I call, call a quick timeout? Uh-huh. Uh, he said chalky. Yeah. I just learned what this meant the other day, but can we explain <laughs> what chalk means real quick, please? Chalk means like 
very popular. Like everyone's going to be picking players from that game. It, you're not going to have very much, um, you know, separating you from other lineups if you use those players. So you're not going to get a lot of. Uh, it, it's not going to give you an advantage to pick those players. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, and you one common strategy, you know, just to sort of build off of that with, you know, um, you know, understanding like why that's important and everything is pivoting off of the chalk and still benefiting from it. So, like, for example, uh, you know, last week, uh, maybe like A.J. Brown and Jonu uh, were, were like a good pivot off of one another. Right. Like, I don't remember who I think I think uh, I think Jonu was projected to be higher ownership because Houston was giving up so much to tight ends that if you pivoted over to AJ Brown or say Will Fuller, for example, you were benefiting from the fact that more people went Jonu, if right. that sort of makes sense. So pivoting off of the sort of chalky sort of picks uh, is, is pretty beneficial. Um, uh, I will say uh, I, I was trying to find the um, implied total for that game because I, I, going to take a wild guess and say it's pretty high i believe it is the highest at like 57 and a half so i don't know about sneaky i just feel <laughs> like with the way DraftKings has it like priced and ranked for like houston at least i think they have like the passing game options are going to be scared the people are going to be scared off by the ranking of the packers like secondary right now but i think you that's know, fair i think that you can... uh, you know, guys like Fuller and Cooks could still produce just because of pure yeah, volume. You definitely are going to be against a large portion of the sort of DFS population that sort of are going to see the OPRK, the opponent ranking against the position. They're mm-hmm. going to see, oh my goodness, you know, as you just said, Green Bay is second against running backs. Like, that's really good. But then you're like, yeah, but their implied total is still going to be 27 right. points, which is like the third, fourth highest of the week. So yeah. it, you can still benefit pretty heavily on that. So I like that. Uh, what What do you got? Like one pick that game? Let's go. We'll say we'll say we're in a, a large field GPP. What do you like? I'm going from one one player from that game. Yeah, sure. Or I'm, two, or what? What stack? Sure. A stack. I would go. Probably Aaron Aaron Jones and then Cooks, like just get. I think the Packers get out to a lead, run the ball, but uh, mm-hmm. and the Texans have to throw. So I would say Cooks, just because I feel like uh, Fuller may see a little bit of Jair Alexander. I know they they might run a zone. I think you were saying earlier this week in the Discord uh, icon, so he might not get shadowed heavily, but I think he'll see more Alexander than Cooks. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, and I think you I get like Cooks at a at a better price point too. Yeah, he's I believe sixteen hundred cheaper, if I recall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's with the same upside, right? Yeah, or virtually the same upside. Virtually, yeah. I mean, you're gonna have some games with Brandon Cooks where he is going to sort of crawl into that twenty-five to thirty percent target share, and when you're sitting there and you're like, "Wow, Brandon Cooks can get ten targets today in this sort of perceived shootout." At fifty two hundred, that's that's great. Yeah, like I mean, last week with the everyone, you know, Fuller scored their touchdowns. So everyone noticed that. Everyone was like, "Oh, Fuller scored long touchdown." Cook still mm-hmm. had like nine targets and twenty fantasy points on DraftKings, I believe. So, yep, twenty four percent target share. Um, so yeah, I mean, he had a solid week last week. 
um, just sort of, you know, opportunity wise, you can't be, you know, unhappy about that sort of thing. And since we're a real podcast with real podcast things, we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. Attention, attention. If you or a loved one drafted Corey Davis or Sammy Watkins in a fantasy football league and felt tricked, backstabbed, or quite possibly bamboozled, then you may be entitled to financial compensation. These notorious fantasy conmen have been inflicting emotional trauma on unsuspecting fantasy managers for years. If this has happened to you, call the Ben Jarvis Green Ellis Law Firm right now to see if you qualify. What, what what's another game you sort of like? So you know, just moving on to the next one. Um, I'll, one. I'll go. Oh, can I, you yeah, mind yeah, if I ahead. jump in? Yeah, go yeah, right yeah. Okay, so I actually kind of like the Detroit Atlanta game. Um, That's going to be the chalkiest. Yeah. I'm just you, telling you, you that right you now. You think it's you think it's going to be the chalkiest? Yeah. Atlanta is always the chalkiest. Atlanta is. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess I can say it. But the the player that I'm actually most intrigued about. Um, is probably Swift. Uh, not okay. really anyone. Not really anyone in Atlanta, but you saw his usage a lot last last week. Um, he's clearly a dual threat back, mm-hmm. and he is being taken around the you know where Pollard and MG three and Philip Lindsay are being taken. That's the price point. So I think at that price point, with that you know the implied total of that game and just kind of what you saw from last week, he's not a bad option, especially if you know these are this is PPR right. So I mean yeah. he's a dual threat back. There aren't that many dual threat backs anymore. Right now, right? Like we're kind of going through like a an RB uh, scarcity. Mm-hmm. So, uh, or at least, you know, having like that dual threat kind of guy. I think he's going to step into that role ultimately, but that's a discussion for another time. That's just kind of like my one pick from that game. Because, I, cause, I mean, I can't argue with that. You know, everyone always thinks like Atlanta, 50 points a game. Yep. So, okay. High scoring, bad defense, you know. I'll throw it out there. Atlanta is uh, over under at 55. Atlanta is currently favored by two and a half and uh, implied total of 28.75. Uh, no, I'm fine with it. He's 5,400. Yeah. My concern is I'm just going to throw out their stat of the day. In Matthew Stafford's, um, I want to say Matthew Stafford has started 145 games or something like that. In Matthew Stafford's 145 games, how many of them do you think Detroit had a 100-yard rusher? Let's go, um, I want to say 27. <laughs> okay, I can. 14. Nine. Jeez, bro. Jeez. Yeah. I'm kind of not surprised at all. Uh, <laughs> it's <yeah>. bad. <laughs> uh, so, in, in kind of in that same vein, um, who, you know, we're going to move into a different game, I imagine, right? But what are the top two ru- teams in terms of rush attempts through week six this year? Are you asking me? As like, I'm, a- I'm asking you guys. Who are the, fir- who are the top two teams? Yes, I'm I looking would, at I right now. I would say... Uh, Cleveland and yep. Minnesota. No, no, don't tell them. I'm gonna guess. Mm-hmm. Cleveland's right. Yep, Cleveland's number one. Who's number two? The Rams. It is the Rams. Um, wow. But very closely followed up behind, and this one was the surprise for me. Number three, the Cardinals. 
That uh-huh. was the surprise to me. But I, I realized it, it they they count QB rushes. Mm. So, oh. yeah, yeah, this is total rush total rush attempts. Um, but what that does is it kind of gives us an idea of like, hey, maybe maybe we should be looking at some of these teams. And again, you know, this is looking at like a, a new guy perspective to DFS, right? So like kind of trying to gravitate towards those teams that are, you know, are going to get volume and maybe you can get them at a good price point. And I guess mm-hmm. for the, for that talking point, uh, where is the Lions are 27th. So, you know, he only, uh, he only had 14 attempts last week and they were winning majority of the game. They didn't, yep. didn't they have a lead pretty much the whole game? I think uh, so. yeah. yeah. Yep. They were, they were ahead. I think the entire time, uh, they got out. They got ahead early. I want to say. And he only had 14 attempts, which is kind of scary. That but he also gets a, he also gets involved in the bad. receiving game. He had four targets. Yeah. Yeah, that's a concerning neutral game run script. Uh, you know, only getting 14 attempts in a in such a blowout sort of game. But um, he made he's still sharing the attempts. backfield. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think anyone's expecting him to take over. This is Matt Patricia we're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, Carrion still got four attempts that game. For some four. reason. And yeah, he wild. got two targets. Yeah. So, anyway, let's get, let's get off that game. Let's go to another interesting game. Uh, so, one that sort of uh, immediately it caught my eye. There was just a few players that I had noticed. Um, one that I really like that I... I really don't think is being talked about enough, and I think it had a pretty high or pretty low implied total. We have a lot of really high scoring games this week, so that's kind of why I think this one's fallen to the wayside. Uh, coming in at a over under of fifty point five, Cincinnati and Cleveland. I'm uh, glad you brought them up. I'm glad you brought them up. Browns favored by three and a half, implied total of twenty seven points. Uh, Bengals implied total twenty three point five. Uh, I I really like this game. I don't particularly care who I end up stacking too much. I frankly, all of them will probably make it into a few stacks. I, I like T Higgins, of course, at fifty three hundred. AJ Green forty three. I've been hurt. I've been hurt so many times by it. Forty three hundred. Like last last week was pretty promising. So in a large field, I really am fine with uh, AJ Green. Um. Probably like avoiding Austin Hooper and Drew Sample, just not exciting enough for me. And hey, can, with... we, can we discuss the notion of stacking or the idea of stacking a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Um, so effectively, the idea behind it is is that there are a fair bit of correlation between certain positional scoring, right? For, like we would expect it. Some of them are obvious, right? We say quarterback scoring is correlated with wide receiver scoring. Right. Makes sense. Right. Mm-hmm. That's very intuitive. We would assume that. Um, not like a perfect ratio, of course, but yeah. Um, but like there's more to it than just that necessarily, for example. Like, um, for example, one team's running back scoring is very negatively correlated to another team, the other team's running back scoring. Right. Very negatively. Um almost as correlated in the opposite direction as quarterback and wide receiver. So generally like stacking two running backs doesn't necessarily work too well, but uh, what they found is uh, that for the most part in large field GPPs, 
with like Millie Maker and stuff like that, there's usually like at least five to seven correlated players. Wow, that's that's a lot to grab all from one game. So what you're basically saying, you're saying like this is going to be the game that I put everything down in and mm-hmm. decide just like I'm either going to this game is either going to make me the the grand prize or I'm just going to lose it all, or this game is going to be a total sham. And there's basically no in-between, so people are just going full boomer bust on this stuff, is what you're saying. I mean, it's not a perfect system. You know what I mean? There's still a fair bit of luck to this sort of thing. Um, A lot of luck. Yeah, there's there's a lot of luck. Like, the best players, you know, they all have different strategies, Um, but, you know, some weeks... Some weeks you're just going to go completely negative and not, you know, cash anything, right? Because you could just be wrong, right? Like, um, I remember, like, there's definitely weeks where I'm like, this is the game to stack, and then suddenly it's a total snooze fest, and it's like, oh, well, that sucked. <laughs> you know what I <laughs> right. mean? And then you so, have, like, this random-ass game that is just like, oh, well, it's going to be like a, you know, a 43 over-under, and then it turns into, like, a mega shootout kind of thing. Yep. Um, exactly. So I could actually see something like Dallas Washington being that kind of thing where you know that doesn't seem like a very interesting game on paper but you never know like both teams are not that good they both have some interesting offensive pieces that could end up making the game super interesting um, I just think that know, Dallas's D-line is is not Dallas's D-line oh, uh, Washington's D-line. D-line is oh. so good and and Dallas's O-line is just ravaged so I think this could be Terrible. a game where the Skins actually win a low-scoring game, especially with the way Dalton looked last week. So you think it's something where maybe so okay, let's just use that as an example, right? So, um, so the the stack on that game would be something like Washington defense, and then like Antonio Gibson, yeah, um, and then you know you you have your offensive pieces where you're going like Andy Dalton, like please don't fucking start Andy Dalton, but. <laughs> Andy Dalton and then like CD Lamb and if you can fit in like you know Michael Gallup or, or Cooper or something like that, right? So then right. what you're basically saying is like I anticipate this team just steamrolling this other team, so they're going to be thrown to catch up, and then the other team is just like we're just going to run the ball and play defense. That's so that. you're just kind of banking on yeah. that dynamic. Okay, okay, I got yep. it. Now, but do, I don't think that's the way the game's going to go. I think it's just going to be a low scoring, like potentially smash mouth football game where you don't really want to have any part of it unless you're getting involved in the run game like zeke is 7800 this week which is like the second running back on the slate second most expensive and i have a, quite a few shares of him because i think he's going to be low owned after a bad week last week after a bad week by the cowboys offense i think zeke could get the ball a lot against the uh skins and get a lot of receptions out of the backfield now, I am worried about Pollard and him getting some usage just because of how bad Zeke had a game last week. Like, two fumbles, didn't look too hot. But, yeah, I am st- I am putting Zeke in a few lineups. Uh, oh. Out of curiosity, this is an interesting stat. Uh, how many more uh, fumbles do you think Zeke has compared to other running backs taken since him? Oh, man. More. It's probably going to be on the average of like once every other other game or so. It's 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 so bad. Does he actually uh, fumble so, that much? I don't know. Yeah, he, he fumbled oh, twice. He fumbled twice last game. 
I know, I know. If I recall correctly, the stat is something like he has near double the amount of fumbles compared to the next person. Yeah, that's that's nuts. Um, yeah, he's that's good crazy. for he's good for like you know almost five fumbles a year basically. Um, Jeez. Yeah. Well, that's good for uh, Washington football team's DST now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yep. I love that so, line. I, I love that you mentioned the line. Ryan Kerrigan, Montez Sweat, uh, Chase Young. I mean, I said at the beginning of the year that that team could lead in sacks. Um, I even said for the first game, I think I, I said on the podcast that uh, they could get five sacks in the first game. They got eight. Like, they were so good. Um, yeah. they, they've, they've faltered down a little bit. Chase Young's been hurt. Um, but that line is so scary. You just can't double team any of them. And these are two, these are guys you have to double team. Ryan Kerrigan, Montez Sweat, and Chase Young are insane. They're very talented, right? And they're against this third string Dallas line that I want no part of. Um, I'm excited to see them when they have a good quarterback with some of the good offensive weapons that they have, and then the defensive you know talent they have going on. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see them. Yeah, they um, could be a scary forward. team, especially for my Eagles, and that's not exciting. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to have to start wrapping up a little bit here. But one of the things I wanted to do is uh, just as kind of like a, a wrap-up here, um, I'm going to name the games. And I want each of you to give me the the, the the non-chalkiest player that you would actually put into a lineup. The first one that comes into your mind, okay? I'm going to name each one of these games, and I want you okay. to give me the non-chalkiest player that you would actually put into a lineup. Okay? Okay. 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 Carolina, New Orleans. Um, Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. Uh, I think Teddy is chalk. Um, I think so. Yeah. Latavius Murray or Traquan Smith. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo, New Jersey. Tyler Croft. Um, is he chalk? No. No, I... No. He's not I, at all. I, I would not. Did, uh, do not practice this. Did not practice this uh, today for Dawson Knox. So Crowder's been hurt too. Uh, not Crowder. Uh, John John Brown. John Brown. Yeah, sorry. Gabriel Davis would be my answer. I yeah. Uh, as a Bills I like. fan, I love that pick because no John <laughs> Brown. No, seriously, we've oh, no. we Boots and Boots and I have discussed this I like exact Gabriel situation Davis a lot too, yeah. to death. Yeah. Um. Okay, uh, we talked about D- Detroit, Atlanta, Cleveland. No, Cincinnati. I still want to do that one. I still want to. Okay, that Detroit, one. Atlanta. Okay, let's. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Quentin Cyphers. Ooh, that's a good one. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Um, I probably go Gage. That's a good one. Okay. Okay. What about Cleveland, Cincinnati? Oh, man. Oh, it's so much harder. Um, just completely like avoiding the sort of. Chalk, Ninjoku. It's Ninjoku. Yeah, doesn't he hurt? Nah, he's, he he's, hurt. he's healthy. I think he played last. Then week. yeah, N- Ninjoku. Then yeah, a healthy okay. Ninjoku. Uh, Green Bay, Houston. It still freaks me out how you say his name, Robert. What is it, Robert? Uh, Tanyan. Tanyan. Tun. Tunyan. Tunyan. Like Robert Tunyan. Like Funyan, but Tunyan. Um. One that uh, probably like stands out to me. This is gonna be like super like deep. Like he, he, this guy's either gonna win you the Millie Maker, or he's not. But uh, Saint Brown. Ooh, 
Interesting. Yeah. I I don't even know who that is. Equinemius, so I want to find out. It's like Equestrius oh, Saint Brown. Equinemius. Oh, I didn't. I yeah, didn't no. hear the Saint Brown part. Okay, I know who that guy is. I'm not that much of an idiot. I would I mean, probably I mean, say Randall Cobb from that game. Even though uh-huh. I don't know how much you want to touch the uh, lower end Texans receiving options against the Packers, I just think that's what I would go. I don't mind it at all. Yeah. That sounds okay. that sounds good too. Dallas Washington. I'm not gonna say Logan Schultz. I'm not gonna. Or I'm not gonna say Logan Thomas. I'm not gonna say Logan Thomas. Boot your band say from saying Logan Thomas. Can I say Logan Every Thomas? Time. He can say Logan Thomas. You can, you can yes. Okay, Boots I was can. gonna say Logan Thomas then. Okay. Uh, Cedric Wilson. Okay. Interesting. Cedric Wilson. Uh, he throws touchdowns too, apparently. So that's, that's what I heard. <laughs> yeah. Well, to Dak. Uh, so this one's. I really wish we could have talked about this one more. Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Eric Ebron. <sighs> Every week until he costs. Is Deontay Johnson considered chalky? <sighs> Uh, I think everybody's all over it because he can't, just came back. So, yeah, yeah, I would consider him chalk. At 4,200, yeah. At 4, <sighs> then Pittsburgh defense. Yeah, that's a good one. No I one, like it. No one pays for defenses, so. And they're going to – it's not going to be chalky because the little red one next to it. Mm-hmm. So, I like that. Uh, Tampa Bay, Las Vegas. It's not on the main slate, so I don't have it. Oh, It just got moved into the main right. slate. Oh, yes. it did. Oh, it did. The game um, did get moved. Oh, sh- what game so got I, moved out? Seattle, oh, Seattle, uh, Seattle oh. Cardinals got moved to them. Thank you. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, I don't know. That might affect some of my lineups. I'm gonna have to go take a look now. Yeah, I'm gonna have to think about that. Probably the uh, what is it? Scotty Miller is that his name? Ooh, Ronald Jones. Good. Ronald Jones too. I don't care if he's trying um, to that. I'm gonna say. Yeah. Josh Jacobs, just because his whole offensive line is out, and yep. I don't think he'll be chalky, so why he not just be. take a risk? You know what? That's I don't. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, well, I guess I'd we'll rather find take. Out. I'd rather take Ronald Jones. I'm going to say that now. I uh, so so are they officially on the main slate then? I they uh, the they are four oh five. That's when they're playing four oh five. I don't know if they okay. are going to get moved. I don't know how it's going to work, but okay. I'll have to take a look. Uh, what's next then? San Francisco? S- San Francisco, North, North, uh, New England. <laughs> North. <laughs> um, gosh, that's such a, that's a hard, that's probably the one of the hardest games on the slate for me. Yeah, that's tough. Um, but. Give me your bird. I, 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 I got, I got one. Okay. Um, I got one. Uh, what's, what's, what's his name? Uh, I'll say, I'd say mine. Pat's D. Pat's D. Uh, Kendrick Bourne. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. He was just dropped in uh, Dynasty, me. I think. That would be me. Yeah, yeah he's a good DFS play. I don't think he's a good uh, any kind of fantasy play, but he's a good he's a good D, um, DFS play. Uh, okay, and then let's see, what we got two more. Casey Denver. Byron Pringle. Kind of love that. Um, Byron Pringle every week. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't mind that. I, I don't have a lot of KC Denver in my um, lineups, but yeah, I, I think I'd Tim I'd Patrick going to be back? He was playing, he played Tim last Patrick? week, didn't he? Uh, yeah, no. he's good. 
He's playing. Oh, really? Yeah, he oh, played, he put up a hundred yards last week. I I'm thinking of Fant. Fant is back. Now Fant is I'm going to go different from Boots. Boots. I'm going to say KJ Hamler instead of uh, Byron Pringle. That's fine. Okay. KJ Hamler was limited today, by the way. Yeah. Yep. I saw that. And Jerry Judy's still better, so there is. Yes. That. Uh, uh, what's the last one? Last one is Jacksonville Chargers. Can I do two uh, for this game? I don't know if they're considered chalky or not, but I have Mike Will and DJ Chark. I think Chark may be considered chalky, but I don't know because, like... He, at 5,500, I'm thinking yes. Yeah. He also... He had 11 or 14 targets, I believe, last week, So, and he didn't produce that. I think he got outproduced by uh, Chenault still, and that's why I'm mm-hmm. thinking Chenault might be more chalky, and you could pay up for Chark. Uh, LaVisca is $1,000 cheaper than Shark. Yep. Uh, LaVisca's fine. I worry about his hammy a little bit. We'll see as the week goes on. One person I'm going to say that no one mentioned, uh, Joshua Kelly. I mean, Justin Jackson was limited yesterday at practice. And so we're sort of sitting there going, wow, Joshua Kelly could get the brunt of the work in that backfield which we know is very valuable so right uh yep. and at 5100 there's just a lot to say about that uh also i'll say another one hunter henry and if uh i'm just gonna throw out there someone that nobody is talking about enough because i don't know why but uh he's targets are s- no his targets are a little erratic i understand but like if he hits, you're going to have a pretty darn good week, and that's Chris Conley in, like, a large field. Gotcha. I really like Chris Conley. I thought you were about to say Keelan I'm gonna Cole. Give it, no. I, I was going to say, I'm going to give out the shout-out to Ice Main, and it's going to be <laughs> Keelan Cole. Gotcha. Oh, gosh. As much as I love Chark, and I mean, you guys know that I, I love Chark, but Dude, he's still I think, not 100%. I think it's just going to happen soon for Chark. I think he'll have his explosion game. I hope it's this one, personally, because I need him eventually. to pop off in this game this week for a couple teams, but... Coming off of, I think, his most targeted week, I think he's going to finally get the groove with Minshew down. Hopefully. I I hope so, man. Well, all right. That, well, that about does it, uh, ladies and gents. Uh, Chandler, thank you so much for being here. Congratulations again. I think that's an, an incredible thing to have happened. It was one of the coolest things we've seen in Discord, I think, since I've been there, honestly. And none of us are bitter about it at all. Yeah, no, everyone, super everyone was super you, happy for me, and I <laughs> loved it. The support was crazy. I was like freaking out, and then all you guys were just like, "Dude, I said I don't. I need Crowder to not score like another point." And Boots came in with a uh, <laughs> "fuck Crowder." All my boys hate Crowder thing. All my homies, like, instantly, all my homies dude. hate Crowder. <laughs> like like that, and I was like, "Let's go. We're winning this." I, at that point, I knew it was over. I had it in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we have the power of memes on our side. But thank you guys uh, for having me. I really do appreciate it. Whoa. Uh, before we end, we'll end on some spicy news. Um, Eagles are willing to trade Zach Ertz and Alshon Jeffrey. That's, whoa. I knew the Alshon Jeffrey thing, and I was very speculative about the Ertz thing. I figured once the contract talks broke down in the preseason, he was pretty much on the block. But Sterling Shepard is good to go tonight. Yeah, I just yep, saw that. I too. just saw that too. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So with that, we'll leave. Uh, I mean, thank you. Like, like I can said, thank you so much for joining us. I mean, I, mean, I know this was a little short for you, again, but we appreciate cool. it. 
No, well, no. Just no. one time. We oh. can only handle so much. That's fair. <laughs> Remember, everyone, go get your Michael Hasty. Oh my good <laughs> lord. Oh, and you know, hey, we finally got our DFS episode in there, Boots. We finally did it. We did it. Yeah. We'll All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Yep. Thanks. Thanks, everyone, and uh, we'll see you again soon.